0: Welcome to the Rabbit Hole, and today we're going to talk about the Premonition Bureau.
1: Cool. was an avalanche.
0: Yeah. Well, if you are listening to us in audio format only, you should give a chance to come to YouTube and find us there. Just go to youtube.com and search for us, Rabbit Hole Origins, and like and subscribe, I guess. Please. And let's watch the episode today, Premonition Bureau. <coughs>
1: Okay, Rafa, this is an interesting one. This is um, from the 60s in Mm -hmm. Jolly England. Obviously, it's the 60s, so everything was in black and white, which we will see shortly. Yeah. um, This is a very odd uh, set of events that occurred and it all started with a Cambridge-educated psychiatrist called John Barker, Mm -hmm. and he had an interest in uh, clairvoyance. Okay. And what actually started him off uh, was there was a disaster in England, actually in Wales about that time, and just before these events kind of kicked off, that we're going to talk about. Uh, There was a a mining village in Wales, coal Mm -hmm. mining. And one morning, very early in the morning, you know when they do like coal mining and stuff? Yeah. They build these huge pilings of waste material. And they're called pilings, actually. Mm -hmm. All kinds of mining. Yeah. Anyway, in this Wales was a big coal mining country. And this small village called Abafan, it was called, uh, had a mine, and it had these huge tailings upon the hills. And one night in, I think, nineteen early 1964, could be 63, uh, there was a huge rainstorm. And early in the morning, uh, one morning, uh, basically uh, a literally a mountain of pilings from, you know, waste material from the coal mine actually uh, collapsed and it actually rolled Mm -hmm. over the village. It Mm -hmm. actually rolled over a school full of children. Wow. And something like 150, something like that, people died. Anyway, the odd thing was, was that afterwards, um... Parents came forward when they were talking about it and said that a number of children had actually said to their parents the night before that they didn't want to go to school the following day because something bad was going to happen. And, of course, they took no notice yeah. of them. So they got they do, this
0: kind of um, premonition feeling premonition.
1: right? And this John Barker fella, mm-hmm. uh, obviously he was uh, fully aware of this, and he was interested in uh, premonitions and all that stuff and clairvoyance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what he did was he approached the uh, editor of a big new London newspaper at the time called The Evening Standard. Yeah. And he um, persuaded The Evening Standard to back him in a venture, shall we say, where they would ask uh, readers of the Evening Standard, which was published in London, but it was also published in, like, uh, the regions as a sub thing, mm-hmm. basically they would ask readers to send in premonitions that they were having, <laughs> and they would collect them all and um, score them. Right? Okay, and the project was called the Premonitions Bureau, right? Yes,
0: there's like a movie, no? I think there is like a movie, like min- Minority Report. I think was or how is it what's called.
1: No, that well, obviously there is that movie, but that's based on a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah,
0: I know, but it's a similar similar plot, idea, no? right?
1: Kind of, yeah. They
0: were called precogs, weren't the they? The precogs. They were trying to stop crime, yeah, thought crime, right? before it happened.
1: Yeah. Whereas this was actually a real thing. And actually, it's interesting you should say that because I've not checked, but I wonder when Philip K. Dick wrote that book, that yeah, story. He
0: had some kind of influence was on Was it them, around
1: right? this period? And I've got a feeling it might it, it have might been. It might be. Because he was very prolific, prolific around then. Anyway, so we're talking 1966. Mm-hmm. And this project took shape nationwide. And people were reporting premonitions and they were being collated by the uh, people at the Evening Standard. And they were basically judged on three kind of qualities, shall we say. Okay. One was, for some reason, unusualness. (laughs) I don't know, you know, I don't know whether that's a valid thing. But anyway, five points were up to five points were allocated for that. And then the, another five points could be allocated for accuracy. Of course. And then one point for timeliness. Now, I would have said up to five points for timeliness and maybe one point for unusualness.
0: Accuracy, I think, and timeliness are, I would say, were, well, should have been things. the most important ones. Yeah, no? not,
1: not unusualness, but it was a newspaper, so they're <laughs> always after a story, right? Yeah, of course. Maybe that the was more... the compromise, right? Yeah, maybe that was the compromise. Mm -hmm. Anyway, over the period that the premonitions bureau ran, they uh, received something um, like—I've got a number here somewhere. Yes, they received in the in a year seven hundred and thirty-two premonitions, and of those eighteen, which is what about one percent, two percent. Something like that. God. Mm-hmm. I, wish I hadn't decided to do that math on on air, but there you go. Anyway, eighteen of the seven hundred and thirty-two uh seemed to be borne out. They were correct.
0: Correct, yeah. They actually happened.
1: It's about two percent. Mm-hmm. Now I dunno, two percent. What do you think? Well
0: Yeah. I mean, 18 out of 732. That's not terrific. That's not much.
1: Is that like chance?
0: <sighs> Could it be called chance? Yeah.
1: In that? I if, think we, you
0: know. we come to the point in which we have to first, I don't know, if decide or at least... Uh accept that maybe some people could maybe get this kind of premonitions.
1: Well, I suppose the interesting thing, the thing we should cover is that actually of those 18, I suppose this is the, mm-hmm. this is where it gets a little bit kind of out there, which, uh-huh. is, which is the section this is in, is that of those 18 premonitions, 12 of them, so these are the 18 that were born out, 12 of them, Came from just two people. Now that is
0: that's uh, more significant, isn't for it? sure. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Now the two people—it was a, a man and a woman, uh, Kathleen Lorna Middleton, who actually only died not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a a privately wealthy individual, and she was also a ballet teacher. Mm-hmm. And the 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 fellow was an Alan Hensher,
0: that's an interesting work he had.
1: Hensher, what?
0: Oh, the job he did. The job he had. A well,
1: switchboard operator for a man That's quite interesting, mm-hmm. actually, in that period.
0: Because in that period, mostly were women exactly. doing the job.
1: Exactly. So I think, he had, I think switchboard operator is a bit... Uh, it, it is correct, but I think he had some other jobs as well. Yeah. So I think that's just one of them.
0: I think the interesting part here of this guy... Mm. Is that he was having that premonitions, but also accompanied—I mean, through headaches
1: from a car accident.
0: From a car accident, yeah. so
1: yeah, he only had them clearly after something the car accident
0: in the car accident. Yeah, could it have been, or most likely, was something neurological,
1: brain damage, right?
0: And uh, but could this lead to actual premonition?
1: Well, Kathleen Middleton, um, she had had these premonitions literally all her life. Mm-hmm. I had them certainly from a young child, and there is a book written about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a book written about the whole uh, premonitions bureau, which we can show an, imi- show an image of at some point. And I believe the book-slash-story has been optioned for a movie. Uh-huh. Um... So the interesting thing is that obviously of the 18 predictions that seem to be correct, 12 of them came from these two people. And, for example, the, the most famous one was that in March 1967, Hensher predicted a plane crash in which 123 people would die. Mm-hmm. Now. It actually turned out that within, I think it was a couple of weeks, a Swiss airliner plane did crash on a flight from Bangkok Mm -hmm. to Basel, and it came down uh, in Cyprus, (laughs) and 126 people died. Pretty close. Pretty close, but no prize, right? Because, well, Mm -hmm. you know, here's my thing. You think, that's pretty close, actually. On the other hand,
0: is not exactly
1: well here's my thing is here we are in the twenty first century going oh, it's pretty close, but of course, we're used to getting on planes that even an average plane will take like three hundred people. A jumbo jet takes like four hundred. a super jumbo is like five hundred and fifty, actually, in nineteen sixty six Probably the regular the, the plane's
0: average. Would
1: about? Would be about that.
0: Yeah, maybe right? one thirty. I don't know.
1: So, true. Okay, so let's take the number one twenty three. Mm-hmm. Okay, one twenty six died. Well, maybe it was a full flight that day, right? <laughs> yeah, but you see what I mean? Yeah. To our eyes, maybe that's not so brilliant. It's a plane. So it wasn't quite full. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, saying 123 instead of 126 doesn't sound that fantastic, really, because the plane probably could only hold 126. That much.
0: 130. 30. Right.
1: So maybe that's not so brilliant. And then, and then the other thing, being sceptical, right, is <laughs> let's be honest. It was the sixties planes weren't that reliable. <laughs> so, here's the thing. So, here's another thing, which is that... Um. So, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> here's, oh, here's the thing, right. So, you have a prediction, right? You make a prediction. Now, to me, if it happened the following morning... I'd be impressed. Even better would be that afternoon, right? Mm -hmm. I suppose even better would be an hour after you do the prediction. But this was like two or three weeks later. So what if you'd made this prediction and it was 18 months later?
0: Then it was a coincidence,
1: yeah. So when does it transition from a coincidence from a premonition? That's
0: why I was saying at the beginning that the timeliness and the accuracy yeah, were should
1: be more prevalent in the scoring in the scoring right? right so I find that interesting, but um the interesting the other interesting thing that happened was that um the lady mm-hmm. Kathleen Middleton actually predicted the death of John Barker. Okay. Who was running the whole thing? Now, the interesting thing about that was that she predicted his death, and within a month he was dead. <laughs> well, that's that's not bad. No, he wasn't an old man; mm-hmm. he was only in his forties, mm-hmm. and they did live, you know, to their sixties uh-huh. in in that period. But in, I wonder what were the causes of. Uh, she had a tape on him and she was going to release, no, it wasn't a sex (laughs) tape. Oh no, Uh, sorry, no, a sex film. A Russian. (laughs) A Russian honey pop. (laughs) Yeah, she was a Russian agent. Uh, I mean, what do you think? A month. Well, I think
0: uh, a month. A month. It's not bad. You know what's the only only problem with this kind of thing, especially in the past, when yeah. people wanted to be known or do something that would be memorable?
1: Yeah.
0: Would be people getting obsessed with their predictions to yeah. the point of maybe manipulating for them to become true. One of the reasons I ask you, how did he die? Well, is... We've all
1: seen that movie, but
0: <laughs> Exactly. That, that's what I was saying. It's like a movie plot, right? Kind of. Somebody that would...
1: Push, so, yeah, get one.
0: push, basically the prediction to be real.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say push him down the stairs. <laughs> I Maybe you. he died
0: like that, you know. It says that you die today. So <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it hasn't got long.
0: You see, I was right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently she, she was nowhere near him at the time. She didn't
0: predict how he was going to die. So
1: uh, no, she didn't.
0: Just that he would
1: die. And she was privately wealthy, so she had the means. She could hired somebody.
0: Of course we're speculating, but you never know.
1: We've we've turned very dark here from a very point of a just a light, unusual thing. But uh just to just to drag it back into the realms of reality. Mm -hmm. Um the bureau ran for I think a year or eighteen months. Um it was very interesting obviously as an exercise obviously not not scientific, um, but a more recently, a guy called Richard Wiseman, he's a psychiatrist, and I've read some of his books um he He had a book called paranormality Uh uh-huh. why we see what isn't there okay, and you can get this on Amazon uh-huh, and he said basically people want to believe these things, right? Mm -hmm. But really, it's just coincidence. And that, uh, on average, people have about four dreams a night, and that the vast majority of them we forget, and that, generally speaking, you only actually remember dreams when you've woken up while having it, or Mm -hmm. wake up while having it. And that the other interesting thing is that, um, apparently, 80% of people's dreams are about negative events. Okay. So basically, clearly, there's going to be more opportunities for kind of triggering, you know, connections with stuff from bad dreams because you have more of them.
0: Like uh, just now, Mm. Prime released a movie called Silver, I think. Oh, yeah. Totally related to, to the dreams. Right. And getting into other people's dreams and when dreams turn into nightmares and
1: Yeah I think I've seen a movie like that. Yeah. There are several of them. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I think I think it's a uh, it's a theme that resonates with people, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh and I think people or certain people want to believe, right? Because they want to believe there's something more than just, yeah, you know, regular stuff. We have another episode on that. <laughs> but,
0: uh, that sounds like for another episode. That does sound like even like, for, for example, lucid dreaming.
1: Uh, lucid dreaming, yes, we must, we must cover that. Yeah. I've been trying to do that for years. I've never managed it yet. Well, I may have. But anyway, um, we'll leave you with. Maybe some links or whatever, and uh, interesting, Yes. maybe this will be a movie at some point.
0: Yes, don't forget to comment, what do you think about the topic? Yeah, what do you think? And if you would like something, uh, another topic related to this or not?
1: I mean, if you wanted to make a premonition like, nobody's ever going to watch this episode, we'd be interested in that. Oh, that's a good one. But only if it's about the immediate future. Challenge. It's no good coming back a year later going, I Told you. <laughs> okay, Rafa. Right. On to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, Rafa, so yeah, premonitions. I'm not I don't know. What what do yeah. you
0: think? Well it's hard because it there's there's a oh, lot of information for it to be considered a possibility and yeah. some that is but, way too but it's far-fetched
1: not, But it's not quality information
0: No, and we should remember there's also these uh, remote viewing experiences in the US, for example set yeah. up by CIA and yeah. used at some point by FBI Which, and
1: amazingly, like they're not using now That we know <laughs> uh,
0: Conspiracy theory there
1: Cool Yeah Nice one Yes <laughs> Good shout-out for conspiracies there so,
0: I think it's also up to our viewers to say, let us know what you think. Yeah. Do you think it would, could be possible? <laughs> and <laughs> if you have had any experience with it, let us know as well.
1: Or is that what you thought we'd say? No, mate. No. Well, no. Whatever. No. That's not a premonition. That's not.
0: <laughs> Leave <laughs> your comments and let us know what do you think. And uh, recommend the show to somebody.
1: Yeah. Please do.
0: My name is Rafael
1: Ruiz. Yes, we, we put food on the table from this podcast. Okay. And he is. Oh, I'm Carl Baldwin. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>